This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Christian. And, uh... No, wait, not Patrick. <laughs> but this is Patrick's spot, so it, it's it's kind of weird. Like, it, it's it's odd how even just a little shift in yeah. physical position can, can seem... Uh-huh. And it's funny, because you said, I'm Patrick, and I didn't even I didn't even blink. I was just like, no. yeah, that's Patrick. Yeah, that's, that's who I'm here with. <laughs> that's right. So, welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. We are, we are here with the news, as we are every Sunday, at 10 o'clock in the morning. Or... You know, YouTube. Go ahead and shut the yeah, sound yeah. down on that. Um, so we're here every morning on Twitch when it's a Sunday. Not every morning because that we have jobs and things to do. Um, but yeah, and then you can watch us later on YouTube, which you might be doing. You might hear us on SoundCloud. We, we're in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And so today we have the news. And this was a heck of a week for news. Um, we had we had the Nintendo Switch reveal. We're not allowed to call yeah. it the NX anymore. We, no. we might set up like an NX jar. It's kind of like the swear jar from Luke Cage. Oh, yeah. Every, yeah. every time you refer to it as NX, you have to put in some money. Yeah, and then hopefully there's no shootout. So that'd yeah. be great. That'd be fine. I would appreciate that. Yeah, that's... Writers uh, of our lives, please don't follow the Luke Cage <laughs> storyline. Indeed. So, yeah, um, we, we're mostly going to talk about... Uh, the the switch on the topic of the show topic of the episode show at the end um but that is a huge reveal Mm -hmm. and so just kind of initial thoughts on on the reveal their decision to wait as long as they did Mm -hmm. you know we're now five months out from the from the official Mm -hmm. announced this is when we're putting it out We've been questioning them for a while. Yeah. Do you, do you think it was a, a good decision to wait this long? Was was the hype continuing to build? What what do they do from here? Well, from what I gathered from the NX reveal and from like comments and stuff that we saw online, it seems like people are mostly excited about what the NX is. Uh, and I think um, it was. I I don't know if waiting to tell us would have really um, helped, or you know, is saying earlier what the NX actually was would have helped much. I mean, uh, Nintendo has kind of buried themselves for so long that we've kind of expected for news to be, you know, very controlled and uh, reserved until they have something, like, really exciting to present. Yeah. Again, they didn't reveal a whole... They they didn't do, like, a normal full console presentation. It was just a single video with, like... Commercial that... But, but... The way that they did the video was really cool because Mm -hmm. um, it, it seems like every shot is kind of establishing a way that you could play it, a scenario in which you could do it, yeah. a, a configuration for the controllers, of which there are 700, yeah, I think. Approximately. Yeah. Not to mention all of the theories that they might have like custom controller attachments for like certain games so that you could play them like uniquely. Like they were, uh, I saw like a concept design for like uh, a Pokemon Snap okay. attachment that was actually, had like a clicky thing for like a normal, like an old style camera. It was great. Oh, Nintendo and your peripherals. I know, I know. Yeah. Okay, so so that was a reveal. If you've been on the internet, I'm sure you've heard that. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be covering that at the end of the the topic of the episode show, where we'll basically discuss what now that we know the vague details of what's going on. What does Nintendo need to do in order to to sell us on this next console to convince us that it's not, you know, a continuation of the Wii line? Because the the Wii happened, the Wii U happened, terrible launch, and it. The console didn't do that well, mm-hmm. but the Switch seems like a a pivot in their position, where they're they're looking to do something else. And honestly, the Pro Controller, I have to get that okay, yeah. because because I don't I don't want I don't want to play with yeah little that's your safety net just things. in case yeah. that the the cool controller that they've made isn't as cool as they want you to believe. Well, the other thing is that that makes it a lot easier for. Uh, for other developers to put their games onto the system because mm-hmm. it, it has the, the two analog sticks and the same number of buttons in roughly the same configuration. So porting games to the system will be easier than they were for, for other systems. Yeah, like you don't necessarily need to design the whole layout for the the the, the current, like the NX Switch controller. Right, thing. When, when the Wii U came out, they, they had a lot of 
here's a game that you could have played quite a while ago, but it's got new features. That's right. Like the the Arkham is Arkham City and uh, yeah, well, it was Arkham City. Was is that the one that was released on the Wii U, or is it Night that was released on Wii U? No, it wasn't Night. No, it was Night. Okay. Night, Night wasn't out yet. Okay, because um, Night was just last year. Yeah, and the Wii U's been out longer than the. Yeah, yeah, I just wasn't sure when this yeah. Batman game came out for the Wii U. <laughs> been a minute. Yeah. Um, heck, it might have been Asylum. How long ago was that? Heck, it couldn't have been that long. They wouldn't have released Asylum. Asylum is not the most popular of the Ar Arkham games. Right, but if it was the only one, it would have been the most popular of one. Anyway, well, Asylum came out like back in the <laughs> PS3 era. But anyway, but anyway, they they did they did a a kind of a redone version of that, and they had like mm -hmm. special touchpad features for people that are interested in that. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted to play that game, you'd probably already played it. Yeah. So yeah. so having having a pro controller where it's just like, hey, here's here's the games that you want to play if you if you want to play them, like the new Skyrim mm -hmm. and the NBA Jam. Like you're not gonna have to learn NBA Jam. That'd be cool. Bring bring NBA Jam to the Switch. I will buy it. <laughs> okay. So uh, the other big reveal this week was Red Dead Redemption Two, mm -hmm. and. Um, so we have some details on that. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out uh, next fall, so roughly a year from now. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually haven't played the first one. Fun fact, I haven't played either two of the Red Dead games. Yeah. Red Dead Revolver, which well, most they, people don't know exists. Right, So, so, but the, the fact that they chose to, because like my, my presumption would was that it would be some version of Red Dead 3 or Red Dead something yeah that started yeah. with an r mm -hmm. Retri Retri retribution yeah yeah red dead retribution would have been really cool that's what i thought it would be revolution revolution it could have been because uh based on where they stopped the the other one you could have been dealing with was it that was that was after the civil war but it was uh before some of the contentious points with uh when we started fighting with mexico sorry history nerd stuff you're here for video games yeah but <laughs> and this is a hypothetical game that they're not they're not doing that nope probably certainly not <laughs> um, but I, the reveal was really fun last week we talked about it because they just had the big red picture with the with mm -hmm. the big R on it yep and that was all it was was just this lols you trolls you yeah and that was that was all the news we had but Rockstar can do that uh -huh. and then you know the next day they, they put out a picture and then the next day they put out the trailer and mm -hmm. It was, it was just a fun reveal. I, I like the way yeah. that they did it. And I also like the fact that we don't know anything about the story. They mm -hmm. the, the trailer is just kind of, hey, we're in the old west. There's dust everywhere. Mm -hmm. Watch your step, cowboy. <laughs> Although we have seen a little bit, I think we can glean, from the, the, the poster of the silhouettes on the horizon. I've okay. seen a lot of people... Uh, There's been a lot of theories. Yes, but yeah. there, but it's it's not telling like it's it's not the setting, it's not the story. Yeah, nothing can. We yeah, we yeah. don't we don't know anything about that. Um, one of the one of the fun things that that I'm kind of interested in discussing is, do you think these are the protagonists or antagonists? I'd imagine they'd be protagonists. If I mean, that is an interesting question. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I could certainly see them being the protagonist, especially given the news about the um, the was it is web address or is it just like a, a copyright uh, title for Red Dead Online? Right, they've they've yeah. registered uh, Red Dead Online, and uh, they yeah. they have confirmed that that's going to be a an element of the game. Okay, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I've seen people talking about how the fact that they're advertising like. A, a posse of people rather than just a single individual character that you play as right. might hint towards some of the online elements that these might be like a you know a range of protagonists you could play like as your in the posse. Online. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. um, there's also a possibility that they'll do a, a super exaggerated version of what they did in GTA V. And mm -hmm. where you can switch between different stories and like oh, yeah. pick your favorite characters and mm -hmm. go through go through their stories and get get kind of a wider sense of, of what this world is about. Yeah, especially if the if the GTA 5 online component was the inspiration for the Red Dead Online component that it looks like is happening, yeah. then they could certainly be taking other elements that they learned that worked well from GTA 5 and apply them to Red Dead 3 as well. Could be. Yeah, could be. But basically the, the, the long and short of it is we don't know, but we're excited about it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. 
Um, the next thing we have on the docket, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, actually we do. There, there's a little bit more about uh, Red Dead Two, uh, Red Dead Redemption, RDR Two. Yes. RDR Two is is going to have some exclusive content for the PlayStation. I'm not excited. Uh, well, was I, it? I mean, it, I, it was timed exclusive, right? Like first six months. PlayStation gets it, and then Xbox gets it. Probably, but I believe that's what that's what the article. Right, but it, 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 that the the article that I read anyway was, mm-hmm. which is the same one that I linked to you. So exactly, it's probably the same one you. And read. I just read line last night. Yeah. Right, was the 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 then it comes to Xbox is not confirmed. That's just the way that they figure it'll probably work. Oh, okay. But for for myself, I'm not a fan of this. If if the if the publisher or Sony or Microsoft wants to pay to keep a series going, like um, Square Enix was originally not happy with the sales for Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. and Microsoft actually put money forward to get us Rise of the Tomb Raider, and so that became a year exclusive. Okay, cool. You're actually helping to develop the game and, and to further it. In this case, Rockstar did not come to anybody asking for money so that they could afford this thing that they've probably been working on for six years as is. Yeah, and which their budget is <coughs> no small sum. Yeah. So, basically, they... <coughs> My apologies. Um, Sony is not rescuing the publisher here. Mm-hmm. They, they, they are just saying... We want to have this exclusive, and they and they are essentially taking away something from Xbox people rather than giving something to PlayStation and then allowing it to to proliferate onto other platforms. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like it. I I want I want them to spend their money to make their product better, not to make somebody else's product worse. I mean, I'm sort of okay with timed exclusive sort of things. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of like timed exclusive games. Like this console gets this game for a year or ha- even just half a year mm-hmm. before everyone else gets it. Um, but in terms of like exclusive content, I've never been a big fan of DLC that seem you know the kind of stuff that you kind of add on top of mm-hmm. a game. Um, with the exclusion of like ex- like straight up expansions, yeah. Um, but exclusive DLC has never been a deal breaker for me, and okay. I think for most people, as long as they're getting the game on the same date, I think most people are okay. It's just it's it's fueling console wars, but at the same time, you know, like if if you're buying a console at the same time you're thinking of getting Red Dead Redemption Two, and you're wondering whether you would be wanting to get an Xbox or PlayStation Four, this timed exclusive thing might be the deal breaker, which is good for Sony. But okay. I think for most fans of Red Dead Redemption 2, they're getting the game with whatever console they're getting. Uh, they'll have to wait a bit longer for the exclusive content, but I don't think it's going to hurt them quite as much as they might say when you know when they yeah. hear this news and they hear, I'm not getting something that the other people are getting, why am I not? Well, and it's it's not going to... A, another perspective is, is it's there aren't going to be like big story spoilers that come out yeah. as, as a result of, of one getting this little piece of content. Because like... Yeah. Uh, Destiny is is another one that that you know PlayStation has the the big exclusive and they get to keep stuff for a year and like mm-hmm. stuff only slowly rolls out on Xbox and a lot of the fun of that game is figuring out how to do the raids because the raids are freaking hard mm-hmm. and complicated and, and props to anybody that figures those out but like uh, if you want to play Destiny you need to be playing on PlayStation and then mm-hmm. that, that kind of sucks. But, but but this is this is a single player. We're doing this, and then this little bit is is cordoned off. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I am now slightly less angry. Yeah, Thank I mean, it, it, yeah, it's it's just capitalism. Vote with your wallet if you don't like it. Otherwise, you know, just kind of roll with the punches. All right. Um. So yeah, so that that was what we have for for the those two really big bits of news, and there's there's more information out there if you want to go find it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, as far as Xbox backwards compatibility, which is a, another thing that we're huge fans of, mm-hmm. um, the orange box mm-hmm. is now on backwards compatibility. You can play Portal 2 and Half-Life 2 on your Xbox One. Was Portal 2 and Orange Box was released way before Portal 2. Okay, so it's so it's Portal It's it's Half-Life. Portal, everything from Half-Life 2, except like maybe the last part, episode two. The I don't know if they actually included Episode 2 of Half-Life 2 in the orange box, but yeah, it's... Okay. And Team Fortress 2 is now free to play, so I don't care about that. Although I think you probably need uh, orange box to play Team Fortress 2 on console. I don't think there's a 
an online marketplace where you can download Team Fortress 2 on your console. I didn't think that Team Fortress 2 ever came to console. Didn't it? No. We don't have information. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think the PC release of Orange Box came with TF2. And then okay. now TF2 is free, so you don't need Orange Box to get on PC. Well, but you could never get on console. Fact checking squad. That's right, fact checking. This is NPR during all three of these debates. Right. Live fact checkers go. Mm hmm. Where is Tamara Keith when you need her? <laughs> I don't know if she's actually a fact checker, that's just the only name I remember from NPR. Orange Box. Alright, so uh, Meet the Sniper, Team Fortress 2 HD. And this is on, is on console. Episode 2 demo, at least, on 360. Uh, oh, and these are all trailers for the characters from Team Fortress. Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. Oh, wait, the sniper, that's only a video. So yeah, I don't think Team Fortress 2 is released on console, otherwise I think I would have heard of it by now. Because there was... Okay. Yeah. They do have Half-Life... Okay, so it's Half-Life 2, Episode 1. Yeah. Team Fortress 2, Portal, oh. and Half-Life 2, Episode 2. Okay. So they do have Team Fortress 2. Why have I not heard of a single person ever playing Team Fortress 2 on console? They're oh, busy. They're and busy. now they're all playing Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking we're getting Overwatch. That sounds like a little fun it's, game. I don't. I don't even play first-person shooters. Uh -huh. I'm playing it. Yeah. I had Cameron buy it for me after they. they you had the, Cameron buy it for you. Yeah. It was it, like, it was, I'm it, not going to invest my money in an FPS, but if Cameron wants to buy it for me. No, it was it was, it was a birthday present. Oh. Okay. So it wasn't quite that bad. But yeah, they they had the the free weekend on console, mm -hmm. and I was like. I'll play things for free. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I downloaded it, and it was it was the full game, and I got to play it for the weekend, and I was like, okay, yeah, I like this. Yeah. Because I'm not good at, at shooting things, but I can I can lob a handful of grenades at anybody. Yeah, yeah. And I really love, like, the, it's, it's a simple idea, but it's really hard to execute, of having, like, a full roster of characters that are, they all operate, they don't just have like special abilities within like a similar framework, they yeah. operate within the game space on completely different levels for yeah. most of those characters. You've, like, got, you've got characters that can basically fly for like uh -huh. 8 out of 10 seconds. 8 out of 10 seconds. You gotta go 10 out then. Well it's, it's it, there's a 10 second refresh mm -hmm. and you can stay up until about, there's about 2 seconds left in your refresh. Okay, so, so you, you have to touch you're the slowly ground. slowly and then hopping. Well you've, you've Okay, you've, you've got an initial, like, rocket up into the sky, and then you have a fuel meter that you can kind of balance and uh -huh. hover, okay. and then you and then you All right. come back down. Okay. And then about the time you hit the ground, you'll have about two seconds left, and then you can... Okay, you heard... And you're launching rockets everywhere. Yeah, the Mercy and the Symmetra Pro plays. You hear them right here. This is how you pro. Yeah, that's fair. What? Isn't, isn't Symmetra, isn't she flying? I don't know. Nobody likes her. Everybody yells at me when I pick Symmetra. I, I pick somebody else. I think Symmetra flies and like rains death from the sky, and then no, Mercy. That is absolutely fair. Okay, well, with, with the line "death rains from above," like that's gotcha. what she yells. Gotcha. So all right. So yeah, haven't actually played Overwatch yet. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I would. I would recommend it. I like yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely be picking up pretty soon. I think. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, what are we? What are we talking about? Uh, well, oh, we Orange were Box. talking about Orange Box, right? And then yeah. we got distracted. Uh -huh. um, the As second, the second, the second game uh, coming to backwards compatibility is Joe Danger Two, which is, you know, the the little stunt thing where mm -hmm. you're on a on a bike and on a cart and yeah. going through all these same these guys who made No Man's Sky, right? Indeed. Or at least the Joe Danger One was made by the same people. No, this is this it's the same a, people as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is backwards compatible Joe Danger Two. Right. Yeah, yeah. So they made this right. while ago. And then uh, the last one is Galaga Legions. And could you please, either in a truthful or farcical manner, tell me the difference between Galaga and Galaga Legions? Uh, well, Galaga Legions, you're not playing as simply one ship fighting, like an armada of alien spaceships. You are okay. playing as a legion. It's it's sort of like civilization All right. in space, exclusively in space. Naturally. Naturally. Um, and you're moving your units across tiles, and you're trying to make sure that your base is not eaten like like in the original Galaga game. Right. So do you do you get to choose from your favorite historical um, space hero? Absolutely what? Like civilization. You get to choose from like Gandhi or Churchill or whoever and like you can yeah, all of those classic space heroes? What's Churchill and Gandhi, those no, space no, no, heroes? No, no, that's that's civilization. I'm asking if they uh -huh. use the same mechanic in Galaga and you get to to do that. Uh, yes, but you're not using historical figures, you're using iconic characters from other arcade games. Oh, 
yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Like, you can play as the tank uh, with the little remote control where you stick your head in there and you could, like, the, right, the right. wire space. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. Or you can play as Pac-Man. I control a legion of little Pac-Man. I did not even know that who, was in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they don't have to be in space arcade games. You could play characters from any arcade games. They have the entire oh, roster of Street Fighter okay, okay. in Galaga Legions that you can play as. Just yeah. a, a, a legion of Ryu's just in space and punching alien I, spaceships. I, I love the idea of like an ultimate attack where you have like a, a row of Ryu's at the bottom and they all just throw this Hadouken up yeah. and they take out the first row. <laughs> that, that is the ultimate move. That's like when you have all of the points, you awesome. spend all the points, that's your big nuke option. Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, that is that is Galaga Legions, the game coming from Xbox 360 to Xbox One that we have just made up. And that's canon. Well, we didn't just it's make it up. Twiatch that, canon. Twi there we go. Twiatch canon. Twiatch official. <laughs> All right. So the next uh, next item is nothing to do with space. Unfortunately, not. Yeah. Um, the Voice Actors Guild has has started their strike. Um, this isn't all of the like. Nolan North and Troy Baker and uh, oh, what's her name? The Harley Quinn voice actress all the time uh, does a whole bunch of other stuff. Tara Strong. Tara Strong, yes. Um, and Jennifer so, Hale was included in this as well, or she commented. Gen at Jennifer least. Hale is. Um, okay. The the three I've mentioned are not. Oh, those ones they're are not. not part, right, they're them. not part of the guild. They're oh, okay. I think they're the voice actor overlords. That would be. I wouldn't like argue that at all. They're 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 in they're in almost everything. Like, uh -huh. um, but yeah, so the the strike has has started. Um, most of this, and we, we reported on this because they 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 began negotiations and and had a potential strike right around the time that we started this show. Um, and one of the more egregious things that they that they're talking about that they would like to have fixed is uh, is overly strenuous. Uh, voice acting sessions needing to be limited to a certain amount of time because mm -hmm. like if you're if you're recording dialogue between two characters you know you can do that for four or six hours at a time if you're recording various sounds of a soldier getting his you know leg chopped off or getting shot in the arm like and you're doing yelling and screaming and mm -hmm. you know all those kind of things yeah you that that should be a shorter session. Yeah. If and this if this recording goes longer than like two hours, it's going to be bad on my voice. I can't imagine if we were screaming more than we usually are. Exactly. We we are screaming at about a regular level. Yeah. Right about now. very moderate scream. Right. Yeah. Only occasionally. So so yeah, the the demands that they're making are as reasonable as they were a year ago when mm -hmm. they first brought them up. Um, I don't know exactly how union negotiations go, but it seems like they. Uh, they take an interminable length of time, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how you, how you have an active discussion, and nothing happens for as long as it does. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just yeah, people not willing to compromise, giving demands, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't, I'm not in these negotiations. I'm not a voice actor myself. I and I don't know how what you know what the general uh, treatment of them is like you know in voice acting like as the the industry right um however like i'm not really swayed towards one side or the other necessarily in this in this argument like obviously if they felt strongly enough to strike then it probably is there are probably some uh legitimate concerns yeah. that need to be dealt with on the part of the video game uh publishers and the developers to treat their voice actors better yeah um however i don't know uh, necessarily if there's like a morally right side to fall on this one um, the video game industry has offered uh, much better, like upfront pay. Um, yes, and that that was the reason. That was the the caveat that kept this from happening last time. Was they they increased the pay and they said we'll we'll keep talking about the rest of that stuff, and mm -hmm. that doesn't seem to have happened. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, seems we have a comment on the oh yes. on the Twitch chat. Hello, no sound still. Try unmuting the program. Those, Got those it. Are, those you won. are Patrick from his absence. I just need the last one. Hello, Superman Jesus. And yes. Glad Glado? Is that supposed to be Gladys reference? I don't oh, haha! -ha. Yeah. It is so, a Glados yeah. reference. So hi. I don't know how long that's been sitting there, but hi. Hello. I'm 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 the Super Jesus. Hello, I mean, Irison. Super, Superman is a metaphor for Jesus, so I, I think that's mm -hmm. a pretty pretty close comparison. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that. So, yeah. Um, Alien Jesus. In, in happier news, 
The Last Guardian has finally gone gold after a decade in development. So, uh... My heart. Oh, my heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's happening. It, it is. What's, what's, your, what's your level of excitement for Last Guardian? Well, I do have, like, a lot of emotion tied up from, like, Shadow of the Colossus coming into Last Guardian. Yeah. Um, I have heard some things from people who've played demos and stuff, you know, behind closed doors, mm -hmm. that uh, kind of hurt me a little bit that have me worried uh, about how perhaps because of this game's severely stinted development cycle that perhaps it's going to come out as a finished game but it's not going to be as refined in terms of game mechanics it's going to feel like a playstation 3 platformer game yeah. um however i mean that's not going to stop me from at least trying it and you know giving it a, giving it a good go i mean shadow of the colossus is still a good game so if last guardian even if it feels dated in terms of design you know, Shadow of the Colossus was dated in terms of its design, but it's still a great game to play. So. Well, um, Shadow of the Colossus also influenced games that, that came out at the time, so it's possible that we'll see we'll see them doing things that we haven't seen as possibilities in in platformers. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things, speaking of Shadow of the Colossus, uh -huh. um, I I want somebody to be working on a version of Shadow of the Colossus for VR from first person. I assume no. The third person as is. Okay. But because because a lot of the a surprising number of the games that are coming out right now are in third person. Mm -hmm. I think that even from a third person perspective, because one of the one of the greatest things about Shadow of the Colossus is the sense of scale mm -hmm. and how absolutely enormous and and monstrous and powerful these creatures are. Yeah. They. Like at first, they don't even really notice you. They just kind of go about their business and, mm -hmm. and there's something. Yeah, there's something running around. Don't care. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't particularly notice ants until they start biting me. Yeah. yeah. And and I. I well, that last one. He's just. He's just mean. He's yeah. real mean. Real yeah. mean colossus. Bad. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, I, I I feel like that that game would would benefit from being able to like if you if you could. You know, you, you have your character there and whatever, but if you can look up and up and up mm -hmm. and see the Colossi yeah. in, in a in a completely isolated environment, yeah. I think that that would be, that, that, that that in some ways would put me back to where, to how I felt when I initially saw them. I, yeah. I feel like we could capture that again. Yeah, I, I agree, but I feel like it should be a new... Shadow of the Colossus style game from first person perspective, and you can have the two VR, the two uh, you know, move controllers. Grip. Yeah, Grip. exactly. Grip. You're actually Grip. climbing. Ooh. You can you can be hanging off the edge and then look down and see the grounds far below you. Oh my gosh, yeah. that sounds amazing. And then now now you can't see the the weak point on the Colossus like around, so you have to be climbing around looking right. for it on the grounds, and then you're actually doing the stabbing while you're trying to hang on, like. Imagine that from first person. And like, when you're looking through the camera in the PlayStation VR, when you're looking up, it's not the camera behind your character right. looking up at a Colossus like here from the camera view. You're, right. The camera's now right here looking up at the Colossus. You're oh, right at its crap. feet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, first person would be fantastic. It would be a completely different game, Yeah. but you could do the same design concepts, just change the camera perspective. And suddenly, you're not like, you're not having to empathize with Wander. Uh, Wander was his name. Wander? Wanderer, yeah. Yeah, with Wander, you're actually like in his shoes. You are Wander. Yeah. Well, the the other the other thing about that uh -huh. is you fall sometimes. Yeah. That's... Oh boy. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, the heart attacks. And imagine the end of Shadow of the Colossus. No spoilers. Yeah, we're, but... we're not gonna spoil it. But... Yeah, but imagine the yeah. end part from the new camera perspective. Jeez. Yeah. Just literally, <laughs> uh, just blatantly re just blatantly rip off yeah, yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Just change the camera. Some somebody get on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I think I'm gonna be on that. I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna learn some programming. I'm All gonna right. learn some art design. I'm gonna I'm gonna get Unity and just start tapping away. Whoops, sorry. Okay. Well we we dampened it. Okay. So hopefully that that wasn't too bad for you audio listeners. Yeah. Sorry about your headphones. Hopefully the excitement is palpable and you're hearing it as I tap on the table. Indeed. Yes. So um, we reviewed Dead Star uh, however many months ago. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was one of the PlayStation Plus games. And it okay. was it was 
like there was a tutorial section and then they were like here go play competitive and blow up other people and now it's just the tutorial section and i was not really a fan of it i, uh -huh. I didn't I, I wanted a single player campaign. I wanted more explanation, something, a reason for doing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it just didn't have that. Yeah. Um, and so they've reached a, a point, the, the studio has reached a point where the cost of keeping the servers up is no longer Probably. working with the, mm -hmm. with the amount of sales that they're reaching. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so, so dead, dead Star is dead. Dead Star is dead. The servers are shutting down. There is no more to the game except for the tutorial. Right, and it's, that, it's been it. removed. It's been removed from the storefront uh, uh -huh. on Steam and PSN. So, rest in peace, Dead Star. Um, put in a story, and maybe I'll buy the next one. Mm -hmm. So, um, we're always see, sad to see, because uh, like no matter no matter how small the audience is, mm -hmm. there is an audience for every yeah. online game, and there there were people who loved this game and really enjoyed it, and mm -hmm. I. I'm I'm sorry for your stars and that they are that they are gone. Yeah, yeah. And this plays into a, a larger discussion about you know the the life cycle of games that rely on exclusively online components. Yeah. And that's just, it's it's the really tragic part of living in an internet reliant society is that we kind of take for granted the internet's going to be around it, it's going to be around long enough you know the servers going to be around long enough for um, the main audience to enjoy the game as it is, right. but eventually there's going to be an audience that is hanging on, and they're just going to be left, and yeah. there's going to be no more online components. It's going to be dead, and well, that's really and I mean, unfortunate. There's there's somebody that bought it two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and that that sucks. Yeah. Um, so uh. so it's I I feel like that that the the exclusively online game was was something that, that kind of reached its pinnacle with uh, like Evolve and, and Titanfall, which came mm -hmm. out around the same time. And now a lot of a lot more companies are scaling back and going, you know what? We probably need a one person experience in here mm -hmm. where you can just play the thing. Yeah. And then yeah. and then online is as I prefer and an add on to that. A supplement, yeah. mm -hmm. if you will. Um so yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have another comment? Mm hmm All right, so hi. Hello, guys. Greetings from Germany uh, by Nord Nordic Gaming or Nordichel? Nordic? 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 Nordlich? Nordlich. Nordlich. Yeah. Nordlich Gaming. Well, hi from, hi. you know, America. That's right. Hello. Guten Tag? Is that correct? Yes. Is that offensive? No? Okay. No, that's, you that's, let me know. That's that's correct. Okay. Yeah, let, let us know if we, if we, if we offend anyone. Yeah. Alright, yeah. so, um, how good are you at Hearthstone? I have not played Hearthstone. At all? No, I am a Magic the Gathering fan, there's no other card game for me. So that's that. That's the end of that discussion, we can move on Magic. to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> See, if Patrick were here, he would, he would be able to tell you a lot more about this. Yeah. Um, Hearthstone is introducing a, a gambling mode, which, as, I, as far as I can tell, is, is very similar to what they're doing with, uh, what they did with Sparkade. Sure. Have you seen that? No, no. Okay, so that's the thing that's out on on iPhones now, mm -hmm. and it's like like Pac-Man, Tetris, etc. Mm -hmm. Asymmetrical gameplay, and you can bet on whether you're going to win. On whether you're going to win. Yeah. Okay. Like on okay. whether you can play Tetris better than the other person. Yeah. yeah. And Hearthstone is is a lot more you know right up against each other. Mm -hmm. um, Was right. Yay! Yay! Guten Tag. <laughs> we got that one. Yeah. So, danke. And uh, so yeah, I'm I'm not that good at Hearthstone, mm -hmm. um, but I I'm interested in how this goes. So with Hearthstone, they're they're basically you you put in a ten dollar entry fee, and uh, instead of having like a tournament style thing, it's more of a one on one. You're you're getting in kind of with arenas and stuff. And so uh, I know I know that, that Patrick's really into Hearthstone. Mm -hmm. um, we there's a there's a guy that. Um, actually, this is a good this is a good chance to, to promote a future project that I'm working on that oh. I have not yet announced. Um, Jake the Snake or Snake Madness on Twitch um, is doing a project where he's beating 30 games in 30 days. Oh, that's that's a lot. It, it is a lot of games. Yeah, and, and he's been he's been slowly releasing about five at a time what games he's going to play. <sighs> and I'm going to get to guest star on that project. We're beating Donkey Kong Country 2, beginning to end. Oh, you're doing the, the co-op thing, right? Yeah. Ooh, okay. And we're, we're, we're going to go through that entire game in one sitting. Oh, 
One sitting. One sitting, one stream. All We're right. Gonna beat it. All right. I I uh, I applaud your ambition. <laughs> clap clap clap. I don't know if that game is actually like long or. Uh, it's it's probably about four or four and a half hours. Okay. Okay. All right. Well. So yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. I don't know if he can afford four hours in thirty days though. That sounds like too much time to. Well, to give to one game. He's doing he's doing uh, different lengths of games. Like one of them is Super Mario Three, which you can beat in, you know, probably about forty five minutes to an hour. Sure. Um, but yeah, he's he's aiming for about four hour streams. Four hours. Okay. Over over thirty days. So okay. yeah, that works. Uh, Snake Madness on Twitch. Uh, hey Jake. And, I think. and that's that's a thing that we're going to be doing uh, before too long. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And real quick, before we move on from the Hearthstone gambling mode, yes. Uh, the the article that I read, mm. it's it's the headline is a little bit misleading. Um, it's not gambling like you're putting up, you know, any amount of money you want for right, your success. Right, right, it's right. it's literally just an entry fee, um, and if you go three games and you lose. Those if if you lose, I believe it was two games or three games, you're knocked out of the tournament. Okay. But basically, it goes twelve rounds, and they have uh, a table for how much you get back, and you don't break even until you go all twelve wins. Because there, there, there's two different yeah, there's right. two different entry fees. There's ten dollars or one thousand in-game gold, and they don't you don't get real money back. You only get gold back, and you get dust, which is another currency that they use in Hearthstone, but it's a thousand gold entry fee. You don't break one thousand gold reward until you get twelve wins. It goes from eleven wins. It's like four hundred fifty or four hundred eighty gold mm -hmm. return, and then it, if you go all twelve rounds, not losing a single game, you get eleven hundred. You have a one hundred gold profit if you go all twelve games winning. It's really. I would, I would hope you would get like a like a title or like some kind of like you get a star or a yeah. hammer by your name or like something yeah. cool, right? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it seems really like it doesn't seem like it'd be worth the entry fee because yeah. like, uh, and this is something that where my magic history would play into when you play in uh, even like a Friday night magic tournament, yeah. FNM. Uh, usually has like a five dollar entry entry fee, which is the price of a pack. Right. And there's a lot of stores that will give you the pack for no wins, and then you'll get more packs the more wins you get. Right. There's some places where you need at least like two wins to start getting packs back, but you can get multiple packs at a time. Yeah. It, there is a much more conceivable that you are going to get a return on your investment um, if you can beat the competition around you, you. You walk away with something. Yeah, and it seems like from this Hearthstone tournament, it seems highly unlikely you will break even with the entry fee, so I can't imagine why most people would even want to get into this. All right, so, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. Patrick will come on after, and he'll put out like a his own YouTube rant because yeah, because he didn't get to say anything right now. He can't say Jack. That's right. Because he's not on the stream. Because mm -mm. he went away for family events. Where Surprise. are your priorities, Patrick? I yeah. Okay. This is your show. I shouldn't even be here. This is your show. I wasn't even supposed to be here. Today. I know. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. Clerks, callbacks, deep cuts. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah. Hi Patrick, hope you come back and see us. Alright, so uh, there there is a an, a Super Nintendo satellite game uh -huh. of Zelda. Speaking of space games. Speaking of space games, yes. From a while ago. And, and gambling and, and very few return on investments because um, the satellite system came out, it was only in Japan, oh, yeah. and they they there, there wasn't a lot of content for it because it ended up not being popular, but it was it's just really weird and bizarre. I, I encourage you to go research the the Super Nintendo satellite system if you're not aware of that, because it's a really weird time in gaming, and and you, you just yeah. So yeah. Uh, what they would do is they they would broadcast out code uh -huh. that you would download to your system, and then you would get to play that week section of the game or whatever. Yeah, and then you record that session and your progress in the game on right. a cassette tape and save it for the next weekend when yeah. the next session of streaming was available. <coughs> and it was only four-hour streams. Like, you had to be home at the right time yep. on the right day in yeah. order to play the Zelda game. And get get the connection and, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty wild. Life before the internet was really weird. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, so somehow, and I don't... I don't know how, but they've they've managed to to capture and and download, compile 
and and translate the Super Nintendo. Uh, basically, it looks like Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past to me. Yeah, like, and if, that, it, yeah, it said in the article this is basically just a rehash of Link to the Past. Yeah, yeah. and I am perfectly okay with that. That is mm -hmm. that is my personal favorite uh, Zelda. Yeah, I really like Link to the Past. So yeah, so that that is a thing that has been translated, and I will be finding because mm -hmm. this is this is another situation where where we Twiatch heartily endorse piracy because there is no legal way to do this. Yeah, yeah. Anything you know you might say about piracy's legality and stuff. One thing it does very well is preserving old media that would normally just kind of fall by the wayside. Yeah, yeah. And so so this is this is a really cool deal that yeah. I will be I will be putting on my computer and playing. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. All right, so we have, uh, actually, I'm going to bump this up from the wrap-up, because the wrap-up is where we just kind of go through real quick and, and just kind of say, here's some news, here's some more news, here's some more news. But because it's it's you, yes. we're going to talk about uh, the next Souls, the, the Souls 3 patch that uh -huh. is out now, Uh huh. because I, I already have it on my PlayStation. Uh huh. And we're going to talk about that, and you talk briefly about that, and I'm going to look up, uh, they, they released a... Uh, a bit that has like a little bit more details on Ashes of Andariel. Or, or, or Ariandel, or I think we said the exact same thing, spelling, just pronounced yeah. it differently. Yeah. Got it. So anyway, so the poise stat has been adjusted in some way. So give me, okay. you talk about that and I'll look up the, the picture that I found okay. earlier. Well, here's the thing. Uh, if you're not a Souls player, let me give you the 411 on poise. So the way poise has worked in previous Souls games uh, is basically it is a stat that adjusts how easily staggered you are when you get hurt. Uh, so for instance, someone comes and attack you, uh, they will do X number of damage. Uh, if you have too little poise, that attack is going to make you recoil from being attacked. If you have a good amount of poise, and this is adjusted by your armor, I believe, and there might have been uh, like a character set you just, but uh, the heavier armor you have normally would give you higher poise so you can get hit, but it's not going to stop your character if he's in the middle of an attack. It's not going to stagger him. You can keep doing what you do, you just took some damage. In Dark Souls 3, they reworked how poise operated, um, and does not operate in any way that most people can see is useful. Uh, they've tested wearing the absolute heaviest armor with the absolute maximum poise, and they go back to the beginning area of the game, and tiny little mobs with little broken daggers can still stagger you no matter how heavy your armor is. So, uh, there's been a big uproar about the way poise has worked, now it's like a useless um, stat when normally it was key to gameplay, especially in the PvP component. Um, and we were hoping with this patch, in the patch notes they mentioned that they were going to be bringing uh, reform to poise stat and adjustments, and we were all hoping that this would bring old poise back. Uh, however, it seems that from people who have, um, even before the patch was out, there were Xbox users who woke up one day and had <coughs> access to the DLC. It just downloaded their consoles and they just yep. got it like a week early. And reports from them have said, and I'm pretty sure you know people who have played with the patch already, um, it seems like the poise stat has not been fixed. Something has been adjusted and that's all we can say about it. It hasn't been fixed the way that we anticipated it to. Yeah, so, so. so I've been hiding from the Dark Souls 3 community. Oh yeah? Yeah. Porque? I, I don't wanna know. Don't want to know. Oh, be, I don't you want to know spoil for DLCs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they they did have a little bit, and and I'll, I'm just going from memory from an image that I saw while scrolling through my feed mm -hmm. and forgot to save. Um, but it said that there's going to be uh, two new bosses mm -hmm. and the ashes of the, the area disputed pronunciation area. Yeah. Um, and then there's there's going to be a new PvP arena that where you can go three on three, up to three and, on three, or six man free for all. Yeah, yeah. Which actually, that sounds like a lot of fun, and yes. that sounds like more fun as a primarily magic user. Really? Yeah. Okay. Explain. Because I have AOE stuff. Oh, like the first yes. thing I'm gonna do is pound into the ground and have pillars of flame arise from all around me uh -huh. and pits of lava in every direction. That does sound like it could be quite a blast. Yeah, and that doesn't. That, that's not really that great if there's just one person, because one person mm -hmm. goes, eh. B, or circle, dodge, I'm gone now. Right. Yeah. But it, but if I can if I can get in the middle and nobody's paying attention to me, mm -hmm. I could really mess some people up. You certainly could. Because like if, if I'm just running around and I'm like, I'm like throwing little dinky, mm -hmm. my, my plan, and you know, if you encounter me on Dark Souls 3, 
<laughs> yeah. Is throwing little Farron darts that are doing like seven uh, damage or whatever. Uh, those Farron darts. And and they'll, yeah. <laughs> and and they'll be like, okay, that guy's, he, he's annoying, but you're more of a threat. Mm-hmm. And then I can get in kind of in an area, and I can get close enough mm-hmm. to where I can set this off, and then I'm yeah. gonna set this off. What is this winky dinky both. little mage doing in the fray? Oh God, I'm on fire and in lava. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I don't expect to win. Mm-hmm. But that still seems like fun. I don't know if you could get that TVK with those. Was it was the Pillars of Chaos? Is that what that yeah. spell is? Yeah, yeah. I I I want you to win a match knowing that you wasted a spell slot on Ferrandart just to throw people off, to make them think that oh he's running Ferrandarts. He must not be a competitive player. He must have stumbled into this not knowing what he was doing. And little did they know. You didn't know what you were doing, but you had that chaos flame pillars, and you're gonna use it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I have uh, six slots, seven if I use a ring. Okay, you got plenty of spells then. So yeah. Okay, yeah, you got it. You got it. So I can I can do some weird stuff, and mm-hmm. I I think it'll be like if you're if you're going up against one person, then there's only so many tricks that you can do. Mm-hmm. But if you if you can kind of mess with, you can mess with minds a lot more when there's more minds to be messed with. That's right. All them sheeple on Dark Souls. Oh, right, because that's that's, right. that's who plays Dark Souls. Yes, only sheeple. I mean, they have to be sheeple in some way to you know butt heads against the the metaphysical wall of Dark Souls challenges over and over again, only on the promise that there will be a reward later. Uh, well, it's not even it's not even a reward. It's 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 the the personal accomplishment of uh-huh. I beat this thing. Like that's yeah. that's that's what I pull away from my Dark Souls experience. Well, yeah, me too. Is is the but, is the accomplishment and knowing that I beat this thing that mm-hmm. a lot of people say is too hard to be any fun. That's right. That's right. Perhaps the people who quit they're the real sheeple. Could be. Could be. Uh, we should get Alex Jones on this. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we should. So Alex, <laughs> hit us up. That's right. Oh. I don't want Alex Jones to hit us up. He's going to show up with a Bill Clinton t-shirt, and it's going to be—it's going to be bad. Do you know who Alex Jones is? No. Oh, okay. Well, you guys know. You guys know who I'm talking about. Should I explain it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. He's a. Uh, have you heard like the weird theories about like the lizard people ruling us and theories? Oh, okay. And, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. like last year when there was concern that someone saw a United Nations like care vehicle in Texas and there was concern that United Nations is going to take over Texas. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Alex Jones. He is a conservative oh, okay. radio talk show host who peddles in conspiracy theories. Okay. Yes. I don't know who he's voting for. Um so yeah. So alright, so now we now we have the wrap up. So the yes. first thing is PlayStation is introducing like officially sanctioned tournaments and like there's a tournament mode that developers have access to now, which is yeah. kind of the same thing that Xbox did Three six months ago, sure. they they introduced the the ability to to put this out and and put it there. We'll see what games get it. Um, mm-hmm. The the Rocket League tournaments have been a lot of fun to watch because like actually when I started watching the tournaments is when I basically retired from the game because I'm like yeah. I, I'm yeah. You, you saw how much higher there is to go yeah. in terms of Rocket League skill and Rocket League like, skills now. Yeah. Nope. Not gonna. This is. There. I will never be there. It's time for me to throw in the towel. But this. I had played long enough to to understand where it's where it's coming from, and mm-hmm. and I have dipped my toe back in for the the weird mods and stuff. But do they have mods on Xbox? Yeah. It's it's what? just across every. There's a. I forget what it's called. Is it Well, because it's 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 running on the Unreal Four engine. Is yeah. <laughs> and there like there's a there's a a. There's like you can do a tornado, you can do what? Like a, what, a, what do you mean a, you can do a tornado? Of, Please elaborate on what doing a tornado means in Rocket you League. You push a button and a tornado forms that anything that goes into it skyrockets to the ceiling. The ball, the cars, whatever. You can have like those those you know those spring loaded punching things. Uh-huh. You can you can have that on the front of your car. You can have a magnet that attracts other cars and the balls to you. Uh, Rocket League community, what have you been doing when you haven't been telling me about this stuff? You should watch the show. Oh, we'll mean that too. We talked. We talked about it. Oh, I must have missed that episode, but. Oh. But yeah, oh. it, it has. It has. It is absolutely bonkers. And my I, PS4 is getting dusted off. I am. Go. I am all over this now. 
this is what I'm doing now. Yes, it's it's <laughs> it's pretty fun to watch. Um, that's the like the the tournaments are still like no mutators whatever, but the, oh, the of the bat guano crazy mode is is out there and it's it's weird and fun and hilarious. Oh god, that does sound like fun. Rocket League, you you do you. you yeah. Keep doing Son you. Sonic's is amazing, and what uh -huh. they managed to do is is. Yes. Love you guys. Yeah. All right. So uh, there was a mod for GTA V that managed to take the take take all the bombs and reskin them as Galaxy Note sevens, mm -hmm. and uh, Samsung got got a an injunction. They're like, hey hey you YouTube, you you can't play that. That's that's our property that's no, no. being parodied here, mm -hmm. and they they took it down. And then they put the the people who were hosting the video was like. Actually, people really like this, and it's it's parody. And YouTube went, "Oh yeah, <laughs> that is pretty funny." It's back. Yeah. It's it's back up and, and running and still funny. Good on you, Google, for up for allowing both a product that will explode and parody of the product that will explode under the same parent company, but two different divisions of that company. Well. Samsung, it, Samsung is just leasing Android, so... Okay, well, sure. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that it's a felony now to bring a Galaxy Note 7 onto a plane? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, That's I mean, a thing. That is the world in which we live. Yeah, I mean, if you have, like, a mini bomb that blows up in your butt, I mean, they won't allow toothpaste in many airplanes. I'm sure they won't allow potentially exploding phones on a plane. Yep. So, moving on from terrorism, Woo! Uh, let's talk about Rick and Morty. Oh, well, we, uh, this is on the terrorism thing. What, what does Rick and Morty have to do with terrorism? Have you heard the theories about what Rick is in jail for? Oh, no, but I have heard the theories on who's going to get him out and the fact that we switched universes two episodes before the end. Okay. I have you heard that, that one? one? Okay, so... I, 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 I might have, but I didn't right, so if you, So if you don't watch Rick and Morty... Stay watch watching. Rick and Morty! And keep watching. And keep watching and watch Rick and Morty when you're done. Okay, yes. so you know the one where they where they uh, where they drop off um, Jerry at the at, at, the, at the Jerry at the, at the Jerry daycare. Yes. And at the very end he goes, Hey, have you got ticket two five eight seven or whatever? Mm -hmm. And they switch. Mm hmm The ticket that he says is the ticket that was at the beginning. Okay. So that family, the family that then walks off screen is not the family we've been following. We switched universes, and we switched okay. from uh, C-137, Rick and Morty, to a different universe. That's why Mr. Poopy Butthole shows up and is a character that we've never heard of that exists in that universe. Okay. Which means that Michael Karnbopoulos is still alive. Okay. Because they didn't kill him, probably. All right. Okay. I uh, I'll have to deal. I'll have to wrestle I'll, with these. I'll I'll, I'll 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 send you that link. It's, yeah. It's 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 a really it's a really fun video. That yeah. it's it's like eleven minutes of this thing and this thing and this means this. Was it was this a, a film theory video? Because uh, I think I, they did a video on Rick and Morty theory. They they did they did. Yeah. But, um, and that was um, I think that was the one where they talked about what Rick might be in prison for. Right. This is this yeah. is this is a different channel. Mm -hmm. Um. And then coming back to video games, um, the HTC Vive. Uh, the Rick and Morty game is free, and it's out. And you, if you if you have a vibe, you can get that now. Now I'm hoping it comes to PlayStation VR because that's the one I'm probably gonna have the best chance of playing. Yep. Um, because of the because of you, you can't play it if you're under 12. I'm not gonna get one yet. Oh, uh, okay. It's Makes because sense. eye development and such. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna wait. I'll probably get you know one on the next gen. Yeah. I was thinking about, wait, Kevin, you're much older than 12. And I was like, oh, yes. I am quite a bit older than 12, <laughs> yeah. but it's true. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back after these messages. Messages? Uh, yes. So, uh, this episode was sponsored by, um, Bacon Underwear. It doesn't actually taste like bacon. They couldn't get that to work, but it looks like bacon. Um... And you can't eat it off. It doesn't smell or taste like bacon. Uh, there was something wrong with the formula. It actually it smells like diaper. However, it looks like bacon, and not just like a bacon print on the underwear. It looks like you're wearing a loincloth of bacon. Uh, and so those are the ones who are sponsoring us today. Uh, salty. 
delicious bacon underwear. Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads, the topic of the episode show. Uh -huh. And uh, with with the Nintendo Switch being revealed this week, we still don't have a lot of information. Totes. But, but we do know, yes, hashtag totes. Um, we, we do have a little bit of information, and I asked our, our Facebook, our, our Twitter audience, basically what you think Nintendo has to do to convince you to buy one. Mm -hmm. So um, Patrick, the absent Patrick, um, says they have already sold me, but if I can get whatever I want, it would have a great online environment and an SD card slot. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really skeptical about Nintendo's ability to to run a proper online environment. Yeah, because they they have not yet managed to do it, and they mm -hmm. tend to be a little bit behind on True. stuff. So, However, I mean, look at how many times Sony has been down. I think we PlayStation users have been pretty forgiving of online components so far right but but at least in that when it works it's a good system sure yeah yeah and, i would agree with that like the the nintendo 3ds online system doesn't really work mm -hmm. and like the the miiverse being separated and and mm -hmm. like their online components tend to on on a fundamental level mm-hmm not really get it. Yeah, and so. Nintendo's never really been known as the online console. I mean, online's been around since, you know, GameCube era, and yet, you know, they've had three consoles and like a billion handhelds since then, handheld consoles since then, yeah. and yet the online component has never really been a big factor in Nintendo fans, really. Um, Alex Turner said he would really like an easier way to play online with friends and fun local multiplayer, mm -hmm. and a console version of Pokemon that doesn't suck. I don't know if you're disparaging Pokemon Snap. It probably isn't. Don't do that. Yeah. Because Pokemon Snap is awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, a lot of a lot of our concerns moving forward have to do with how the online play is going to work. Mm -hmm. And like it, I don't know. We'll see. Like my yeah. my my big thing is is I want basically I want I want a system where where if if I if I pick up my phone and and I buy a game and it goes to my account mm. and then I can download it on my on my Switch, yeah, that's that's how the basics of how this works. That's how it works with with iPhones and Androids and Blackberries and Windows phones and the Windows Store, Steam Store. All of it is tied to an account that the 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 developers, the publishers retain, and they're like, okay. Here's, here's your things, and it's not tied to the hardware. Nintendo yeah. is still tied to the hardware. With the Wii U and the 3DS, they're still tied to the hardware. If you if you lose it, if it breaks, you're boned until you've talked to them for like three hours. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a fundamentally flawed system. Yeah, in terms uh, of yeah, online accounts and you know keeping track of what you as a Nintendo user uh, own the rights to you know play and stuff. That those things definitely need some reform. Yeah. Uh, I'm not like when I go to a Nintendo console. That's never the kind of console that I'm looking forward to, like a multiplayer experience. And in some ways, I like that. I like. I don't want them to start integrating, you know, you know, uh, like cross regional multiplayer for like Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. I really like yeah. the feel of knowing that if you want to play this fun party Nintendo first party game hmm. you need to have friends come over to play Super Smash Bros yeah, and, and Mario the, Kart the local multiplayer and that's yes. something that they have, they have excelled at they were with the N64 they were the first system to have yeah. you know those four jacks where you can have mm -hmm. four people playing at one time yeah and the, the last system because it seems like PlayStation PlayStation never really been super on board with you know couch multiplayer or couch co-op and Xbox used to be known for that back in the 360 days but Xbox One seems to have kind of dropped the ball on that yeah yeah. You can you can still do like uh, you can still play Towerfall four person multiplayer, sure. but like yeah. in general the the ecosystem is not designed for more than two. Yeah, and and I mean with going back to Microsoft with Halo they dropped the the split screen. Yeah, Gears of War four I believe as well. No no no, no. Have... Gears of War Gears of War still. Oh they retained it. Okay yeah. good good good. Um, I know this because Patrick is obsessed with it and he's gone through yeah. the series with Whitney and that's oh, that's, yeah. that's a big deal to them. Okay and so. Yeah, um, Tony Cialdella, Cialdea, Cialdea. All right, uh, he was reluctant to buy a Wii and a Wii U, but after after the systems had been out for a while, he was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll get this." And it's 
the he says that the games that they put out are thoughtful and complete and he's it's it's not the top end system it's not the best graphics or whatever but the games themselves are are well thought out they're smooth they they work mm-hmm. and that's that's one of the things is the first party nintendo games are remain some of the best in the industry yeah they they, they come out and they just work mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah so is if they uh, we we've kind of assumed that that's going to happen Mm-hmm. Um, because they they have not yet let us down, and I will I will believe in them until that happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is that is a thing because when you when you look to the Nintendo Switch, however big the library is going to be, you know that what they put out is going to work. Day yeah. one, it's going to work. Yeah, and and that's that's really important to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and myself included. Yeah, that Nintendo polish is definitely one of the trademarks of Nintendo franchises. Yeah. Um, they they really do a, an outstanding job on that consistently throughout all of their uh, you know their first party titles. Yeah. Um, and it, I know I've heard a lot of people talk about the Switch saying that I need a good lineup of third party titles as well. Like I need more than first party. I'm not so big on that. I think when you've got two other consoles that and PCs that can handle most third party titles. Right. I th- I think it's clear that. The availability of third-party titles is not nearly as important for a console's viability as it is the quality and quantity of the first-party titles. Yeah. And Nintendo, I think what they really need to do is they need to expand um, the breadth of their first-party titles. Um, we've got a lot of classic, cartoony sort of Nintendo-style games. You got Donkey Kong, you got Mario, you got Zelda, um, and Zelda is branching out a little bit. Um, it's going for almost more of a Skyrimish. Feel yeah. with you know you know toned down graphics, uh, much more colors though, which is nice. Um, but I feel like part of the the losing the, or the fading appeal of Nintendo games is that it's the same exclusives year in year out. Yeah. Even if the games are good, you're getting the exact same things, and that is less appealing to a lot of people. And they really need to invest in the kind of first part titles with the same Nintendo polish that will get them to get the Switch. That's going to bring in an audience of people who haven't been liking Nintendo for a decade to you know bring in a new audience that's yeah. going to keep Nintendo viable. Um, one of the things that that really excites me is this is this is a this is a portable system. This is a home system. They say it's mm-hmm. going to be a a home system first, but then also this portable thing that you yeah. can also do with it. I really really hope that this means that a lot of the studios that have been working on 3ds. Are bringing those experiences to console mm-hmm. because if if I'm if I'm spread out between the 3ds and the Wii U, there's a decent game every couple of months, but it it's it's still a spread out system. Mm-hmm. If if they're wanting to carry this on first party, and I I believe that if they're focusing on a single console, I think they can carry it with yeah. just their first party studios, and they really need to honestly. Yeah, yeah. And so if if they can do that. And they can bring all the they bring all the 3ds's and, and mm-hmm. the the everything that's over there that's fun, like a a full on console Fire Emblem game. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I would be a big fan of that. Um, last thing that Tony says is, uh, and this is kind of what you were talking about. He says as long as the affordability and value remain true to the Nintendo experience. Mm-hmm. So if if they continue to bring what they've been bringing. In, in previous generations, in previous years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's we're there for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris White says, the reason I buy Nintendo consoles is for their first-party games and a handful of fun third-party titles. It appears that we're getting a new Mario game and the new Zelda game, and as long as Nintendo shows <coughs> that they're committed to the console and deliver a good stream of games, then I'm sold. Some nice cherries on top would be digital purchases from the Wii U for a free or small fee, like a buck. I think they did that for the... Uh, virtual console from the Wii to the Wii U. If mm-hmm. you paid a dollar, you could just kind of transport them over. Okay, that's cool. For Nintendo and Super Nintendo consoles. Yeah. So please do that again mm-hmm. and put it on put it on a thing where I can I can just yeah. own it. Yeah. And that's yeah. And then uh, and then he said HDR would be nice, but I know that's a pipe dream. <laughs> yeah, you're nope. I I don't think that's happening. Um, but yeah, so. The news is exciting. We'll see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So, 
let us know your thoughts on the Nintendo Switch, the, the NS. And uh, yes, one letter change now. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm still gonna be saying NX. I'm gonna have to put money mm-hmm. in the thing. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, comment and like, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, hit us up on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Google Plus, Instagram. Do we have an Instagram? I th- I think Patrick said we have Instagram. We have a Tumblr. Oh no, no! Keep the supernatural out of this. No, we ju- we just <laughs> we mostly follow Dark Souls stuff because Tumblr okay. has Tumblr has some of the best art. Oh yes, I can see that. Yeah, Dark Souls Tumblr art does yeah. seem like it could be fun. It's it's pretty. I may have to get on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, if you're looking for Dark Souls art, Dark Souls art, mm-hmm. looked up look up hashtag Ink Souls. Um, there's mm. a guy who's been putting out one every day, and it's it's wow. like watercolor. I'm I'm sure he's been working on it for a lot longer than okay. that. But it's, yeah. it's it's like watercolor art style versions of various characters. My favorite has been Yorm the Giant. Oh, Yorm. Yeah, uh. it's, it's it's pretty. So yeah, uh, follow us on on the various socials and let us know what you're up to, what you're playing, and how excited you are or not excited about the NS. We will see you on the internet. Thank mm-hmm. you.